0: It's Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood. Not long ago, China edged out the United States as the world's top carbon emitter, and debate there is intensifying over the best ways to rein in global warming emissions. An official in the Chinese Ministry of Finance recently wrote an article advocating, yes, you guessed it, a tax on carbon. Deborah Seligson, a former State Department official who served in Beijing, is now a researcher at the University of California at San Diego. Deborah, welcome to Living on Earth. Thank you. So what do you make of this news? How significant is this?
1: Well, I think this is a step up in the policy discussion of a carbon tax in China. The Ministry of Finance has actually had people who, for quite a long time, have thought that a carbon tax was a good idea. But previous articles that we've seen were written by researchers in one of their affiliated think tanks. This is written by an actual officer in the ministry. So while I would still call it a commentary and it's part of a policy discussion, it is not an announcement of a new program, it indicates stronger support than we've seen in the past.
0: Why do you suppose the Ministry of Finance made this move now?
1: It's hard to know. The ministry is always looking for ways to rebalance and revive the Chinese economy. They would like to see a reduction in energy intensity, an increase in economic efficiency, a shift from heavy industry to services. These are all things that they think would be good for the Chinese economy. And a carbon tax, which essentially puts an extra cost on inefficiency and high energy use and generally sort of capital-intensive industry, would be a way to advance a number of their
0: goals. So what you're saying is that, yes, a carbon tax would affect emissions, but uh, there's a broader role in the economy that the advocates of this are talking about?
1: Yes. The advocates in the Ministry of Finance are particularly actually interested in the broader impact on the economy. Then there are groups within the environmental community who, of course, are particularly concerned about this for its impact on reducing carbon dioxide emissions. The Ministry of Finance says, look, we have a national commitment to reduce CO2 emissions, and we have all these other goals of, with our economy, and this is a great way to, t- to kill two birds with one stone.
0: So uh, what effect would a carbon tax have on uh, emissions of greenhouse gases from China?
1: So a carbon tax, by adding a cost to using carbon-intensive fuels, would help reduce their use. But how much it would do so and how fast in large part depends on the size of the carbon tax. What is interesting is there has been a certain amount of economic modeling done on what kinds of carbon taxes would have what kind of impacts, And there's a lot of indication that putting a fairly modest tax on would have an impact. And if the modest tax was placed with The announced intention that it was going to increase over time, it would have quite a sizable impact because industry would start to respond not only to the current tax, but to the expected future tax hikes. So China could bring this in gradually and modestly and still have quite an impact.
0: Now, a number of people in the United States uh, say that this country, the U.S., can't take action on climate until uh, China starts to, to take it seriously. How do you respond to them?
1: Well, China is taking it seriously. They have a commitment starting in Copenhagen to actually reduce the carbon intensity of their economy. And they take this international commitment quite seriously China is also in the process of implementing pilot cap-and-trade programs in a number of cities. So different ministries within the Chinese government prefer the two different options. The National Development and Reform Commission is more in favor of a cap-and-trade, which they would run. The Ministry of Finance is more in favor of a carbon tax, which it would run. So, in the end, which way it will come down or whether they will actually come up with a way to combine the two, which in fact is what Australia is doing right now, I think that still remains to be seen. What is clear is that there's a lot of policy innovation going on in terms of using market based mechanisms to control carbon. Now, what we know about carbon dioxide, of course, is that sort of atmospheric greenhouse gases are the ultimate. Um, public goods problem, right? Once you emit them anywhere in the world, they affect everyone in the world equally, right? So China looks at those issues and says, yes, we're moving on CO2, but to do more, we really need to see the U.S. do more. And given that the U.S. is by far a wealthier country, they kind of feel like, well, to match what you guys do, you guys have to show that you're moving. And frankly, the Chinese are quite skeptical that the U.S. is going to move. What they've seen over and over again is they've done quite a few things in the last five, ten years. And over that period, the U.S. has mostly debated.
0: Deborah Seligson is a researcher at the University of California at San Diego. Thanks so much, Deborah.
1: You're welcome.